Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. Secret time. Damn, secret time right out the gate. I like it. I now have a pet rock. I don't follow. (laughs) That's okay. Happy recording day. Yeah, happy, happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. fill us in on what that means yeah i uh i was sitting in the garage and having a cigar and a few drinks just ending out my night as and, you uh, do as i do get the heater in front of me even though i don't need it because it's like 40 freaking degrees in january um and i'm sitting there I'm missing Micah, you know, he decided he didn't want to come this weekend. He wanted to hang out with the fellas. Uh, Not a big deal, you know, whatever. This is like the fifth time he's done it. And it's like, all right, buddy, I miss you so much. It's like, yeah, I miss you too, daddy. Dad's not cool anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) frankly, you know, in middle school, he's in seventh grade. When I was in middle school, that's when I really, really started developing friends, you know. Yeah. Oh, I get it, so, man. I remember. I get it, too. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, hang out with your friends. That's awesome. More parts of you. I love you. Just know that I miss you like crazy, and I at least want to talk to you, you know. So anyway, so I'm sitting there. I'm missing Micah, and uh, I see a stick on the ground. And so I remember 2019, we went camping together. And um, we were whittling sticks, you know, just I brought him a knife and um, and I had a knife and we were just like sharpening sticks, like making them super pointy, like we're going to kill something. Right. Oh, yeah. And so I'm doing that tonight. I'm whittling sticks and I get down to this, you know, I've got like an an inch left. I've, I've whittled down both ends. They're both ends are super sharp. I'm proud of my work. And I'm like, shit, I need another stick. I still got enough. I still had another cigar left. I still got some beers left. I need another stick just to keep me busy. And so I'm looking around the garage for a stick. And I look in the cracks of the concrete. And I find this stone, this little rock. And so I dig it out in between the, uh, if you heard that noise, that was me dropping it. It's black, and it's super smooth, and I don't know why it's so smooth. And it's, it's like, like a perf- you, <laughs> black and smooth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a perfect circle. It's like the the diameter of a a quarter, maybe a little bit smaller. 
and um and it's just like perfectly smooth so there's a little bit of stuff on it so i took the lighter to it just to kind of like burn off some of the shit because i don't know man it could have been some rats or something pissing on it or something like that i gotta wash it off but i don't know i picked up the stone and i'm like i really like it i think i'm gonna keep it it's your i know yeah uh, I'm not going to draw a face on it, though. <laughs> uh, if you don't get that reference, you're too young to listen to this podcast. Yeah, so, uh, just Google Tom Hanks and then hit Netflix up. Yeah, you'll eventually find it. Castaway, right? Wasn't that the name of the movie? Yep. Yeah, Castaway. So I've got this rock. It's flat. It's round smooth edges completely smooth and um and so i immediately i picked it up and looked at it for a little for i don't know i was probably staring at it for about 20 minutes just looking at all the edges and stuff and um looking at the character of the rock and then i felt like an old ass man yeah that's like, pretty depressing <laughs> <laughs> I want to fly and or drive to Detroit and just give you a hug right now and be like, bro, let's just have a cigar, man. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Put the rock down. That's, that's how much I miss Micah. You know, we spent a week together, a week together for uh, Christmas, and uh, I had to take him back on the first. And. I haven't seen him since. Hadn't really talked to him since because he, I don't know, he's he's a preteen. So he's 12 and he's like all in his stuff, you know. And I'm like, dude, this rock reminds me of Micah. <laughs> I'm sitting there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm whittling sticks down to sharp points and just kind of like, I want to see how sharp they are. So I'm like stabbing myself in the leg. I'm like, oh, it kind of feels good. <laughs> oh, my God. The next thing, you're going to make fucking puppet. And then that's going to not... <clears throat> it's not going to feed feed the fire anymore. So then you're going to go kill people and, like, stuff them. And set them in your garage <laughs> and talk to them. You're... Yeah, you're on a path to become a psycho, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, it is what it is, man. <laughs> I was just Oh, I was just it's really my... sharp. <laughs> Feels kinda good. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just I don't know. I just kinda I was in a mood today. Tonight. I mean I guess, bro. Damn. I was in a I was in a mood. I was in my feelings tonight. Can't I was really can't go feeling... hang out with Max? Max is sleep, dude. Max has been sleep for well, wake his ass up. It's better than you killing people eventually. <laughs> Max has been asleep for four hours, man. Then so, again, you got you got that to look forward to with Max. Yeah, yeah, I, and you know, and I have it to look forward to with Micah too. I mean, he'll sit out there with me. You know, uh, no, I mean, going I through this again, but with Max. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. You're stabbing yourself thinking it feels good while you're all alone. And he's like, fuck you, dad. I want to hang out with my bros. <laughs> it's it's tough, bro. I mean, when you got boys, it, 
you want to do stuff with them and when they don't want to do it with you or just not available it sucks it's just that simple so i don't know it is really kind of strange that you turn to rocks and sticks (laughs) (laughs) when we have like netflix and hulu and disney plus youtube tv and youtube dude i just i had youtube on in the background sure certainly um just wasn't cutting it yeah, I mean, it just wasn't the conversation I was looking Pun for. And seriously. And I just wasn't really, like, feeling anything, you know? I Like, there's a bunch of different podcasts that I follow, and it's just nobody sounded interesting, because I just I wanted to hang out with Micah, that's all. Yeah. So, you got, you know, playoffs this weekend some awesome games coming and then Monday you've got the uh college football playoffs, the final game between LSU and Clemson. And it's yeah, gonna I be just, good. Yeah, dude, I just wanted to do all of that with Micah and and he's not here, so so I've got my pet rock and I've got my sticks. Yeah, I mean and I've got I'm glad I could pull you away from all that shit and have a combo oh, yeah <laughs> thanks a lot i've got my scotch and i've got my all-day ipa and uh yeah let's have a good podcast <laughs> let's do that <laughs> i promise you i won't depress you turn it into a what about bob all i need is i don't need nothing man except this lamp <laughs> There's another old movie reference. Yeah, if you don't know that movie, you're too young for this podcast. And if you watch it now, you probably won't give a shit about it. True, truly, truly. Maybe you will, I don't know. I don't know. It's like uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. You know, if you haven't seen it at this point... You try to watch it, you're not going to care about it. It's an interesting thing about pop culture, man. You know? Yeah, it it moves on, right? It moves on. It bypasses the generations, and once the generation that loves it dies off, nobody's going to care about it. So, oh well. What's up with you? You don't have a pet rock, so what's up with you? No, I'm not there yet. <laughs> um, man, we uh, we just had some dinner with Drew. He's been on here a couple times now. Drew and, uh, nuts. and his wife, Bree. So, dude, we went to this new place, right? This new restaurant. And... Uh, Brooke called and made reservations just to kind of make sure because it's brand new and small town. Everyone's going to be coming to it, you know? Yeah. Which honestly kind of put this taste in my mouth of like, I'd rather go somewhere else. But just because of the reservation thing? Just because I knew it's a small town and everyone's going to be there. You know what I mean? Sure. And it's just like, yeah, okay, well, we'll try it later. Like, it's not a big deal. It's just fucking food. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway, we sh- we show up and it's under my name, and 
I was like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah for four. And he's like, uh, we have you for tomorrow night. And I was like, nope, won't be here tomorrow night. (laughs) Definitely for tonight. That's why we're here now. Perfect. And I, I think it was the owner and he was pretty cool about it. He's like, you know, just give me, he's like, we'll get you in. And I was like, well, can you tell me if it's going to be like 20 minutes or more? And then he was kind of like, oh shit, you're going to leave. Well, <clears throat> so anyway, they got us in in like four or five minutes, got us to a table, which was awesome. And, uh, yeah, the food was great. It was, uh, we had pretty good service. There were some other people who weren't, you know, as happy as we were, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, he he made sure he gave you the ace waiter or waitress. Kind of what it felt like, man. She was, she was on point. She came back to give us refills and none of us had ordered an adult beverage. So when she's like, can I get you anything else? Your food's cooking. You know, it's going to be about 10 more minutes. I was like, actually, yeah. She's like, oh, you want a beer? And I was like, (laughs) don't judge me. Right. And she's like, oh, no judgment. I drink beer too. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to get liquor. She's like, oh, <clears throat> here's what I ordered. And I literally said this before I ordered. I was like, now that I just gave you all that shit, I'm going to order the most pussy drink <laughs> that you're probably going to hear tonight. <laughs> Can I get a vodka Coke? <laughs> <laughs> At least you were honest. Uh, and she was cool, man. She like gave me this like judgmental face and laughed, and we had a moment, and it was fun. Cool. But uh, yeah, we, you were talking about drinking, uh, whatever Scotch. you're drinking, and then I was like, "Dude, come over to the vodka family," and you're like, "Vodka." Yeah, the pre-show for those who weren't there. Pre-show, we talked about drinks. Yeah, for me, man, with vodka, I I do like it. I do enjoy vodka. It's actually one of the healthier drinks you can drink because uh, there's no calories or very very few. Um, and but for me, it's like I'm so used to whiskey that vodka just doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, you know, like like whiskey does, and that's just my fault because like I don't. I used to shoot vodka, but not anymore. So, like, for me, if I'm going to drink vodka, it's going to be vodka and soda water. You know, I can't do Coke or uh, something sweet. Nice. Dude, that sounded... Oh, wow. That sounded deep. It's that uh, burger, bro. You know, for me, I mean, vodka is very, very light. It Obviously, it's clear. Um, but... I don't like the extra sugar that comes with Coke or Pepsi or, uh, you know, something like a some kind of mixer. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the mixers, dude. It's just added sugar that just makes me feel like shit by the end of the night because I don't eat a lot of sugar. You know, I get that. And vodka is not something you just sit around sipping to enjoy, unless you're unless you're Russian. Sure, <laughs> but even then, they probably don't enjoy it, and that's why they drink it. Or Polish, or <laughs> some, something over there. I don't know, man. I, I think a lot of people really enjoy it, but like Jenna used to drink uh, vodka cranberries all the time. That was her drink. Oh my god! You know? Don't even 
don't even. Right, right. So, uh, but yeah, but I, I, I just can't do it. Well, so we're sitting there. <sighs> so professional that I'm talking and yawning. So, <coughs> so we're sitting there. And we've got our meal at this point. We're having a conversation. We're enjoying the food. It's pretty cool. Waitress comes over with a Coors Light in her hand and says, Hey, uh, I'm supposed to give you this beer, and it's from a guy at another table. It's on him. Talking to Drew. And <laughs> Drew's kind of like me in this small town where we're transplants and we don't know no one. You know what I'm saying? Yep, somebody's hitting on sexy Drew. Like, people only head. know me because they've seen me at a coffee shop. But other than that, they don't know who I am unless I've shot their wedding or I've sure. done their business video. But that's sure. just, a, you know, a handful of people. Anyway, Drew, like, okay, he's like military guy. And the table is like a pretty good distance uh, to his back. Right, so he's not even like we're like me and him are facing like a wall with a TV, and then the ladies are facing the rest of the restaurant. So Drew immediately is like, "Huh?" <laughs> like paranoid, like that's fucking creepy. He's like, first off, I don't know anyone here." <laughs> right. And second off, if I know you from work, you're probably not from here because I would know that you're from here. So, like, I really, really don't know anyone here. Well, then we're all trying to creep and look, and none of us know the people either. It's just weird, man. Right? Is that, I mean, is that weird? Dude, Drew got hit on, and it's totally fine. That's what I was saying. Listen, nothing here's wrong my with theory. That, Drew. This is kind of why Drew. I brought it up. Tall, so, muscular, bald head, beard. Oh, yeah. He's hairy, a total bear, bro. Big old bear. Me and Sexy him sitting up. next to each other, and then both of our wives sitting next to each other. I was like, here's my theory. Yeah, that was a double date. We're two bears, and you two are lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> and Drew just got fucking hit <laughs> And then yeah. the first thing out of their mouths is like, why do we look like, like lesbians? Um, and I'm like, no, it's not about you looking like a lesbian. It's about us looking like bears. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, that, that, that was our night. Awesome. <clears throat> That's awesome, dude. Yeah, so um, whenever the wife and I go out with another couple, we always sit next to each other across from the other couple, which I think is normal. I think it's kind of weird that the guys would sit next to each other. But, hey, maybe that's a Southern Illinois thing or something like that. Well, if you're picturing a booth, then it's weird. But the way no. the table was set up, it was like, it's a square, but it was turned to be more like, you know, diamondy. Sure. So Brooke sat next to me, and then Bree sat next to Drew, which would put I see. the ladies I see. together and the men together, depending on how you look at the table, you know? Yeah, and then that guy who bought Drew a beer saw you and Drew playing footsies. Yeah, nibbling his ear. Yeah, had your hand on his thigh, and then that <laughs> gave it away. Yeah, I get it. I totally understand. It's, hey, listen, no homo. 
Well, what probably solidified it is when they saw me order a vodka Coke, and they're like, oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Look at those bears over there in their natural habitat. (laughs) Two bears. Two two bears in their natural habitat. And the other one's not drinking, so he's his DD. Oh, my God, it's so cute. It's so cute. He deserves a beer. (laughs) It would have been nice if they actually sent him a beer. But they didn't. They send him a Coors Light. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. I was like, Drew, is that even like your go-to beer? Of course Which not. Is not. Why would it be? <clears throat> but if it no. was, I was like, dude, that would have been creepier. <laughs> well, then it would have been warranted. But no, <clears throat> I, you know, the military man, he's not drinking Coors Light. Come on. My dad hasn't drank in, in almost 40 years, right? Man, I'm full of them. You wouldn't catch my dad drinking some light beer. You know, my dad drank Jack. And he told me years ago when I first started drinking, he said, son, don't ever drink a drink that you can't drink straight. So that's that's that military mentality. You know, if if I'm going to drink, you ain't got enough for me because I'm going to take it all. (laughs) I should have been in the military. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that is hilarious yeah was drew was drew flattered did he like send him a love note and say thank you man i've we talked about this for pretty much the rest of the night and (laughs) at length i was like dude how creeped out are you and he's like i'm not gonna lie i'm a little creeped out (laughs) Uh. (laughs) and then i was like bro you should just walk over there and be like i'm not who you think i am Here's your beer back. Next time, Mm -hmm. buy something better. Not a $2 fucking piss beer. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Send the guy whiskey. Or, uh, you know, I Just go over and give him a blowy under the table, bro. (laughs) Let him know how you really feel. It was loud in there. No one would have heard anything. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) he's stupid. Uh, so the last time I was down at, um, God, what is that cigar bar down in Detroit? Right by Campus Marshes. It's, um, you know uh, what I'm talking about. La Casa? Um, La Casa. Thank you. So La Casa is owned by, I think his name is Ignacio or something like that. He's this Cuban guy. Ignacio! Whatever. No, Ignacio. I'm sorry. It's not Ignacio. <laughs> It's not Ignacio. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking about your movie. Uh, Actually, I movie? think it's Encarnacio from uh, Nacho yeah. Libre. Nacho Libre. There he goes. That's not his name. It's, uh, it's something else. It's close to Ignacio, but sure. that's not his name. Something Spanish. Anyway, something Spanish. Uh, he's a Cuban guy. He owns the uh, La Casa. Anyway, last time I was there, I think I was there with you and Bono, Sal Bono. Sal uh, Bono? And I think I heard that brought, place shut down, actually. No, it's still there. Oh, yes. Why didn't we go, bro, last time? Because their ventilation sucks. That's right. I'm sorry, La Casa. Like but walking you're, into... Yeah, I don't know. Something's extremely it's, smoky. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like walking into a cigar bar. Like yeah. the very thing that women don't want to do. A lot of women, 99% of women don't want to walk into a cigar bar because they know they're going to walk out and their hair is going to stink for a week. Oh, my yeah, God. That's that's that Dude, place. Sal and me went there. And, oh, my memory fails me. I, honestly, I don't even know how I remembered fucking La Casa. But, dude, this this black lady, bro, I'm just saying. We were feeling each other. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> oh and I cannot remember her name for the life of me. But I know hey, 100% you know Sal would be like, oh, yeah, it was blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. Secret time. Secret time. Black women love Sean David. They do, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got that beard with that gray. Ooh, I like how you be rocking that gray in your beard, though. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. That's not even secret time. That's just truth. (laughs) Go ahead. You were telling a story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. What were you about to say about the black woman? Oh, just that you were feeling each other? That was it? Yeah, and that I just, oh. I it came into my head, and then I'm like, fuck, what's her name? And then I couldn't remember, and you just mentioned Sal, and I was like, oh, if Sal was here, he would know. Because it was like this yeah. running joke for, like, ever. It wasn't Bertha, I'm sure. No. Um, so, so my point was that last time I was there. Bertha. Um, <laughs> I, I've got a, a friend of mine that's a cop, a Detroit cop. I got a, quite a few friends that are Detroit cops that I smoke cigars with. The sound of the police. This guy, really big guy, awesome guy, sweetheart of a man. Um, I Is saw him bear? walk in. Oh, he's he's humongous, dude. He's he's awesome. So I see him walk in. I greeted him when he walked in. He went to the end of the bar, his normal spot, and then the waitress came up and I said, hey, listen, my boy Leo is over there, all right? He's a cop. I want you to ask him whatever he wants to drink, whatever it is, just put it on me. And uh, she went to talk to him and said, hey, do you want a drink? You know, I got another customer over here that wants to buy you a drink, and, and he was like, no, I, I, I can't have a drink. I'm on duty. And I was, you know, and so the lady came back and, and said that, you know, he's on duty. He can't have one, but he appreciates it very much. I said, all right. And I, I say that to say, if you're going to buy a drink for another man, you let that man pick his own damn drink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You don't choose, you don't choose a drink. If you're choosing a drink for another man, you want you're that flirting. Day. Yeah, you're flirting. That's what you're doing. You're flirting. Yep. 100%. That's man code right there. And so I, I know there's probably going to be a lot of women that are like, oh, you know, you, you shouldn't be like that. But whatever. That's man code. That's bro code. You know, I'm not going to say, if if we're sitting down at a bar together, I'm not going to say, hey, uh, I'm going to have uh, a Laphroaig 10 single malt scotch and for my boy here, give him a vodka Coke <laughs> <laughs> and put it on my tab. I'm not going to freaking sit here and order for you. Forget that. No, that's, that's, uh, yeah, I'm flirting at that point. Yeah. That's, that's the point, man. Yeah. You know, 
I think that's so, what kind of weirded Drew out because he was just caught off guard. Like, uh, one, I don't even like Coors Light, and two, I don't know a single motherfucker in here, and three, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys are there with the wives, regardless of how it looked. Yeah. You guys are there with the wives, you know. I, I mean, yeah, you just don't do that. But hey, small town, small town rules, I guess. I don't suppose. know. Suppose I wouldn't give the guy a pass either, honestly. So, <clears throat> well, end of the story goes like this: I drank it. And then we left. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys 100% solidified the idea in that dude's mind yep. that you guys were together. Because then he's like, oh, my God, he is the DD because the other one uh, drank it. <laughs> yeah. I would have gave that drink to Brooklyn. I would have said, hey, you drink this. She ain't no uh, Coors Life fan, bro. She likes that man, Miller. Man. <laughs> What's the difference? It's very, 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 very minute, but there is a slight, very, very, very minute difference. Yeah, well, my brother-in-law, all he drinks is Miller, and so uh, I'll, I'll tease him. Beer, man, it just—it's—it's not. It's, it's not. You don't drink it for flavor. That's all I'm going to say. No, you're drinking it because it's beer, and you and you like it, and you can drink a lot of them. And you won't feel stupid bloated by the time you're done. Or but even for me, hammered. <laughs> or even hammered. It takes right. a lot of them. Right. So unless you're a lightweight, Usipe. So, uh, you know, I'll tell my brother-in-law, hey, hey, look, bro, don't bring beer over. I got beer for you. I know what you like. You, you like one thing. And so I'll just keep a case here at the house for you whenever you come over. Oh, thanks, bro. You're awesome, bro. Thank you. Like, yeah, you know, hey, I get it. You like cat piss? I'll buy cat piss for you. <laughs> it's only $5 <laughs> for seven of them anyway. Seriously, man. You like your cat piss? You go ahead and drink cat piss. I'm all for it. You drink what you drink. No judgment. No homo. No judgment. You know. But I just said seven. You didn't catch that. <laughs> I buy a twelve pack for him, and I buy and bottles. Can not you go start grab me a seven pack real quick, dude? <laughs> I can totally drive. I just don't really want to. Dude, yeah, I mean, you have six of those, and you're feeling you're flying high. Maybe I don't know. For me, dude, I I I, I like my IPAs stuff that give you a nice kick in the gut. You know, the kind of stuff a, you drink. Uh, a nice Schlafly coffee stout, and uh, it was pretty good, I man. Like I those. think you'd like it. I know. I have, I've had it, and I like it. I don't oh, know that from, that's how you pronounce it. but From Sh- Schlafly or whatever? Sh- Schlafly? <laughs> Something like that. The but yeah, I know what you're talking Brewery. about. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. I like saying Schlafly. So, uh, I think we talked about it already, but Hop Slam is officially out. And um, Bells is doing a great job. A lot of the places that have it, I'm finding out because my buddies are texting me. There's no limit. You know, so for for, uh, previous years, it's such a limited release. 
they're like, you know, you can get it, but you know, the limit is two cases. And it's like, dude, are you freaking kidding me? Two six packs? That's it? That's all I can buy? I got to go to six stores in order to get what I want. Um, so my buddy the other night texted me and was like, dude, I'm at this bar. They got Hop Slam on tap. It's awesome. It's the first place I found that has it. And so he's having a good time. And then the next day he goes nice. to his nice liquor store that he likes to go to. And it, it was stacked up six feet high. And it uh, there was a sign in front that said no limit. <laughs> yeah 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 <clears throat> so he's just like dude i'm pinching it right now <laughs> <laughs> dude i can't stop pinching it dude there's no limit i can't believe it <laughs> so yeah it's all good <clears throat> so we're half hour in bro here we are already the time flies um i don't know i you know i i wanted to bring something up to you first of all epstein didn't kill himself um but the um i was talking to somebody the other day uh about prayer i, I kind of feel like we've talked about this before but uh uh, we were talking about just church and and how uh, different pastors would, you know, preach and condemn people for not coming to church or, you know, for leaving early or doing whatever the case may be, and and, and sure. condemn people to to hell because of their lack of devotion uh, to the church, Heathens, bro. Heathens. Yeah, you know, and and I was I was we were having this deep conversation, man. It was really good. And, uh, the guy brought up prayer and how, uh, I guess his pastor was preaching on prayer and about how many hours a day that we should pray and, and how we ought to devote ourselves to prayer and, and, and how, you know, some people were like really feeling bad if they, you know, didn't meet the time standard that the pastor was preaching about. Mm. And, um, it got me to thinking about my dad again. You know, my parents are in Phoenix right now for the, for the winter. And I says, you know, bro, I said, my dad, you know, it, it dawned on me a long time ago that, you know, if you weren't able to, you know, that they would preach that it, you weren't coming to church, you know, you're, you come to come to Sunday service, Sunday morning service, but then you didn't come back for the seven o'clock night service, stuff like that. You know, you don't love God as much, you know, they may not say that, but that was kind of like the message that was felt. Yeah. And, um, I said, you know, I grew up with a dad who worked midnights and, you know, you want him to come back for a seven o'clock service. He's got a, he starts work at seven o'clock at night. You know, he works seven to 11 or maybe he worked, you know, 11 to seven, whatever it is, you know, he's sleeping at seven o'clock so he can get up at 11 or, you know, nine so that he can go to work and be there by 11. Uh, 
and it got me to thinking about all the little stupid little rules there are when it comes down to people's devotion. And um, their, their devotion to God. Are you playing with Wilson right now? Say it again? Are you playing with Wilson right now? <laughs> no. Thought I heard that <laughs> damn rock. <laughs> no, my my headphones were dying, so I had to switch over to the uh to the tether. Um But it got me to thinking and then I just I started preaching. And I'm like, you know what, man? At the end of the day, you know, the God that we serve, the God that we love, isn't I'm playing with my rock right now. The times that we live in and the times that we're governed by, he isn't. You know, I I know this is a hard transition, but it's been on my mind for the last few days. The um, let's get deep, bro. Yeah. So, so the the God that we serve and the God that we love, he exists outside of time. Right, he's. We say he's eternal, but then we lock each other down from the pulpit and say that you got to rise early to pray, or that you got to be at church at this time, and you got to do this and do that, all on this time basis. And we forget that God is eternal. Um, yeah. I was like, you know what, man? Because uh, you know the guy I was talking to, you know, he was, you know, kind of bummed out that. He's not able to go to church every Sunday like he wants to. You know, he's not able to read like he wants to or study like he wants to, blah, 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 to, to meet the meet the par. All right, dude, man, chuck all of that out of your brain. Because the fact is, is like, you know, as an adult, I went to a church that said that, hey, if you prayed for two hours, you know, when you were first born again, and now you only pray for an hour. You've decreased your time, and therefore you have slid back. Backslider. <laughs> you know, that's what they taught. Yeah, that's what they taught. And I'm, I don't know. I've just been thinking about this stuff in a natural sense. Like I don't talk to my dad every day. You know, I talk to my mom more than I talk to my dad, and and it can be a week or two before I talk to my mom. You know, me and my dad will text back and forth, you know, a little bit. But one thing remains the same is that he's still my dad. You know, still my mom. Even if we haven't talked, the relationship hasn't ended. And I'm like, why do we teach people that just because you haven't talked to God in a few days or you haven't sat down to pray in a week, that all of a sudden you've lost your relationship with God it's not that way with people so why should it be that way with God yep you know what I'm saying and, oh I do man I'm and, ready and so it, let's talk it, about it's it. like it's like dude you know you don't you don't have to live with that guilt and condemnation about the last time you sat down to pray or the last time you sat down to read your bible if you've been busy, you've been busy. Like, so freaking what? You get into a fight with your wife and you don't talk to her for a couple days. Or she gets in a fight with, you know, whatever. You guys fight and she don't want to talk to you for two days. 
two days of peace and quiet. (laughs) (laughs) The fact is, is that you're you're still married, right? Like you you didn't lose your marriage because you guys didn't talk for a couple days. Yeah. Right. I mean, so you had an attitude, or she had an attitude. So what? You're you're still married, and you still got shit to do. You're still going to have to pay the bills. You know, you guys still got to pay your house note, even if you if you're arguing and not liking each other. You still got to pay the bills. You still got to eat dinner. You know, you still need clean underwear. Like shit still goes on. And mm-hmm. I I just I it, it bugs me that people get into this guilt and condemnation with God because of his perfection and they think that he's requiring perfection from them. And they miss the fact that the reason why Jesus died was because God knew that we were imperfect and that we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to fit the bill. You know, uh, like Jesus's death, burial and resurrection was a result of our imperfection and our inability to do everything just right. You know, and it, it freaking breaks my heart when people talk like that and condemn their parishioners because they don't show up for a service. You know, when in reality it, they're bitching about you not showing up for service, probably because they want the next offering. But yeah. I digress. What do you think, man? <clears throat> well, I think it's. I think it's more a maturity level. I think it's more of a a faith walk journey. And I I think a lot of ministers and or Christians and not all but a lot or maybe I should just say the ones that teach that way how you just talked about are still immature in parts of their faith and the way that they see the world and they see their faith because dude it's super simple and that's the crazy part you know and why i say maturity is because i'm gonna i'm gonna give an analogy here like when you're a kid and you learn your times tables right like two times two is four but when you're fucking 40 years old and someone's like, hey, what's two times two? You're like, oh, it's four. Because I've had decades. Like, I've matured. I don't have to do that math anymore. I don't have to go through my times tables and work my way up to nine to understand what nine times two is. I just know it because I've learned it. And then throughout my entire life up until now, I know it. I don't have to continue to go back every single day and look at little cards about my times tables. I already learned that. I moved on. I don't have to do that every single day. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's a weird analogy, but like, I like it when you're, when you're a young Christian, right? A new Christian or whatever. Right. And if you're on this certain part of your faith journey, I guess, I don't know. Sounds whimsical, but whatever. Like, 
Yeah, praying every single day for a set amount of hours. Well, first off, praying every single day for any certain amount of hours is not a bad thing necessarily. (laughs) No, it's not. But you don't necessarily need to do that as much unless there is a reason when you're older in your faith. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And listen, I'm not trying to say, like, you don't need to talk to God, and you don't need to read your Bible, and you don't need to communicate. Like, obviously you do. But it just goes back to the maturity thing of, like, I had to learn certain things. And when I was learning certain things, I had to do certain things. But now I'm mature, and I know I don't need to do those things anymore because I already am mature. I already did those things. And I feel like if if a pastor or another Christian or a person in general is saying like, oh man, you're a Christian, you at least need to spend two hours a day every single day in your prayer closet. Well, maybe. But I'm also not a little two-year-old Christian anymore. (laughs) I'm a 20-year-old Christian now on my faith journey. And I don't need to go you know, fucking lock myself in a closet and take out half of my day to go commune with Jesus because I've read his word. I commune with him. I don't like, I don't need that as much anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't need the training wheels on my bicycle anymore. Oh, come on. Preacher. Feeling it. Why? I like it. Take the fucking training wheels off, bro. And if you still need training wheels, I'm not shaming you. Keep no, by all means, on. use them. Use them. Don't yeah. shame me for not needing the training wheels because I'm not just going to keep my training wheels on. I don't need them anymore. I've learned how to balance my faith bike. Ooh, go loud. Boy, we need to I take like them off, man, boy. Ooh. <laughs> Seriously, though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And, and I think, too, like, I would never. Like Paul, I would say, I know I've not apprehended. You know, I I know I've not attained to the highest place of glory. No doubt about it. Sure. But you know what? I got to tell you the truth. I feel just as close to God now, just like driving in my car and like having a moment of thankfulness for all that I have and all that I've accomplished by the help of God and, and expressing that like out loud from my mouth, like, God, I I just really thank you today because I recognize that I've got this, this, and this, and this going for me. And I know it's a result of you. And, and it, it's a moment of intimacy and vulnerability and honesty, recognizing that I'm nothing and he's everything. And that moment of um, acknowledgement, to me, feels just as powerful as back in the day laying on the floor prostrate for an hour praying. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the same, this, the, uh, 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 
having a hard time saying it, but even with my wife, say we haven't had a really, really deep conversation in a while. We're just, we're going through life doing what we got to do because we know we got to do it. You know, like today, for instance, we hadn't talked about, uh, you know, my wife's been sick for the, for the whole, for, for almost a week now. She's been sick with an upper respiratory infection and an ear infection. All right. She's been down for the count. So without even a conversation, I've been prepping meals, cooking meals, smoking meats, making salads, doing the damn thing. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't have to go to Jen and be like, so wait, I just want to be on the same page here. Does this mean I have to cook now and clean? No. And, you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't have to be said. Screw the same page. We're we're married. We're on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) And life goes on. Like, yeah, you're down right now. I'm up. Let's eat. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you know, if I go to my wife and I just give, uh, just randomly, just go up to her and just give her a hug. As far as I'm concerned, I, you know, I'm not the best with words as far as I'm concerned. I don't think that I'm the best with words. I know how I feel and sometimes I can communicate how I feel. But majority of the time, I don't think that it's a strength of mine to communicate how I feel, unless I'm challenged. If I'm challenged, I'll, I, I, I've learned to take a step back in the midst of the challenge and say, all right, this is how I feel. But just like every day, just going through the motions, doing what we got to do, I'm not going to just like have a start having a conversation about feelings. I'm just not. I'm just going to go about my day and do what we got to do. Um, but I know that my wife is extremely <clears throat> emotional. And, you know, she's she wants to talk about feelings. And, and it's no knock against her. It just is what it is. But I know that I can go up to her in the midst of her feelings. And I can just hug her. And it will communicate a whole lot more than what my words will do. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with God. Somebody's being an asshole to you. Somebody's like, whatever, treating you bad. But you turn around and you show them kindness and grace. After what they've given you. I feel like it's that same principle. It's like without even words, going up to God and giving him a hug. It's just like recognizing that, you know what, I wouldn't be able to give this person any grace or mercy had it not been for you. And so therefore, without any conversation, without saying, you know, the serenity prayer or God give me strength or anything like that, I'm just going to demonstrate the love of God right now in this situation that's hostile. I'm going to demonstrate the love of God as proof of my relationship with God. And it's just like that same thing, giving a hug without even words. 
it's just so many different ways that our relationship with God is manifest in this world without sitting down for prayer for two hours or study of the Bible for two hours. Like, I, I just refuse to be condemned. I read a lot of books. I, I read a lot of shit. I do a lot of stuff online. I read, I, I listen to a lot of videos. I love learning. I absolutely do. If there's a documentary on the Bible, I'm the first one that's going to watch it. You know, anything regarding Jerusalem or Jesus or whatever, I'm all in. I want to, I, I like to learn and I like stuff that challenges my faith and stuff that challenges my worldview. I love that stuff. I sink into it. And frankly, I don't see that being much different than me sitting down studying the 66 books. The 66 books that, to your point, I've studied my entire life. You ain't really going to be able to tell me much, you know, something that's new that I, that I haven't seen or that I haven't read myself. I've sat through so many, uh, enough sermons in my life that when somebody wants to talk about the prodigal son, I've heard it from every freaking angle there is <laughs> to be heard from. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like I just hate the condemnation that comes from the church world, man. You know, and I think that we as Christians that are unchurched, we need to to take every single opportunity there is to tap into God and tap into each other and learn and grow and be stretched and be challenged in every single form that there is and not be so legalistic and tied down to just one form of communicating with God. You can That's what I'm trying to say. Whatever you want, big boy. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say in a nutshell. Yeah. No, I agree, man. I get it. You know. I also think it's kind of interesting that <clears throat> unbeknownst to either one of us, this is where the conversation led and you started this conversation off with you and your damn fucking pity party rock that was <laughs> <laughs> Now listen to me. I got a point here that that was all because you know, your son didn't want to hang out with you. And yeah, like, think about yeah. that, man, with the conversation we've just had in the last 20 minutes, like you've raised your son to where he doesn't need daddy to coddle him and hold him anymore and show him love. He's now old enough and mature enough that he can make his own friends and decide, yeah, dad, I do love you. It sucks. I'm not going to see you this weekend, but yeah. You know, I, I'm at a place in my life where I don't need to come and hang out with you. Like, I, I've got to make my own life, and I really want to hang out with my friends that I like because I've cultivated this friendship with them. And, like, two things. One, it shows his maturity. And two, it shows that, you know, you have you've been doing a great job at being a dad and showing him, like, yeah, man, go hang out with your friends. I know you love me. We can text. We can talk. I'll see you when I see you. 
I know, you know, like, like it's okay. You don't have to just run to me every weekend and then not have a life, you know? True. It's kind True of interesting, story. the little parallel there. I it think, is. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, I, he texted me, this was just yesterday. So, um, he was just like, Hey dad, I, I was wondering if I can stay home because I have a boys middle school hangout tomorrow evening. And I'm like, I'll do that. You know, my initial thing was, well, my response to him was all oh, buddy. I get it. I understand. Uh, I really want to see you, but I get it. And he said to me very just sweetly, this is just over text. He says, thank you for letting me stay so I can go. I miss you too. And it was like, you know, that, that right there, it just makes everything fine. You know, yeah. it's like, okay. Uh, it, it's not just me that wants to see you. You also want to see me. You know, it, it's not just me that feels like I'm missing out on getting a chance to hang out with you. It's also you feeling the same thing. At least that's the way I read it. You know, I, I mean, a, a, a more pessimistic person probably would have read the negative or been offended by it. I'm not offended at all. I just miss him. You know, it's just, well, and I think I that's part of what I haven't said yet, but is that's how I feel like this pastor you're talking about telling this congregation that if you don't pray for two hours a day, you're backsliding. What kind of, and like demeaning people, it's like, I just lost my train of thought, but it would, it would have been like Micah saying like, no, nah, man, I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm going to hang out with my, my friends. Yeah. And then that's it. And you're like, oh man, I miss you. I can't wait to see you. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right? right. It's not, it's not that way though. It's right. I don't know. I'm probably going to well, st start not making sense here. So no, 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 you make perfect sense. And I, and I think to your point, maturity says to look at the positive and not the negative, you know? So the immature person would look at it and say, well, you guys aren't having time together. So therefore the intimacy isn't there and the relationship is failing. I think that was and, my point, yeah. Like, yeah. more specifically, you saying to him, like, well, our relationship is suffering if you don't come here this weekend. Right. Like, it's a very selfish, immature thing, you know? It, it would be to say something like that. And, and that's it, how and I see that pastor telling his congregation or that one person or whatever it was, I don't remember at this point, like, oh, two, you need to pray two hours a day. You need to be in the word about four hours a day. And, you know, you probably <laughs> need to quit your fucking, well, they wouldn't say fucking, but you need to quit your job so you can spend more time in the Lord. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. It's just like, and I don't know why I went to like redneck. I'm not uh, picking on rednecks. I just, it just came out of me, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's because of your current living situation. <laughs> Probably, uh, boy. I'll tell you, shoot, daggone, go up there and give me a color light, boy. Why? Well, I think say, I know I, that red old fella over there. I'm going to get him a color's light. Hey, sweetie, <laughs> get, get one of them $2 light bears and bring it on over there. Tell them it's from me. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> 
That's you know what? When we were kids, there was a guy, there was a cartoon character that talked just like that. His name was Fog, Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Ah, I remember that vaguely. You know? And he he was a big white chicken that basically had to defend all the hens. Isn't that he was a like, rooster. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Why mixing no, my that, hens? That's that's Chicken Little. Yeah. Falkhorn Leghorn was uh he he was the guy that defended the uh the hens from the from the chicken hawks. And he always got into fights with the dog that was supposed to be the hound dog that was supposed to be keeping all the chickens in line. Yep. I remember well, I, I say, boy, I say, I say. <laughs> how far are you gonna get when your leash is tied up to your house? You can't do nothing. You can't yeah. tell me nothing. Ha ha. Little Kanye. Yeah. Um uh, but, uh, <laughs> but back to the point, you know, if we truly believe that God is love and that God is everything that is pure, then he wouldn't view lesser prayer time as a slight against his relationship with you. Yeah. You know, just like I'm not, I'm not looking at this like my son is giving me the middle finger. You know, he's not saying, screw you, dad. I'm going to hang out with my friends. No, he's like, look, dad, I know it's, it's our weekend together. And uh, I'm asking you, can I stay here and hang out with my boys because we got something going on that I don't want to miss? And and there's nothing wrong with that. It, it it sucks. And that's what I've been saying. You know, like, yeah, it sucks. I get it. It sucks. And, dude, I got a pet rock and whittling sticks here because <laughs> I miss my boy. <laughs> It sucks. I'm not saying it doesn't suck. Um, but I also know that the next time he's here with me, it's going to be as if he had been here the whole time, you know, because of our relationship. He's going to sit on the couch and cuddle with me as we watch Star Wars, or he's going to, you know, hey, Dad... Let me kick your butt in some football, you know, and play some games or whatever. He's going to be competitive. Well, sir, we'll be, I am you know, your father. <laughs> we'll be outside smoking some meats and he'll just haul off and punch me in the stomach and want to fight. You know, like the relationship doesn't stop. It's all still there, you know. Of course. Um and and I guess my thing is is just from my perspective, uh, if I have this perspective as a father, as a natural father, like how much more is God's perspective as our heavenly Father, knowing that He is completely perfect and incapable of offending us, it's completely in, incapable of doing wrong. We might get offended, but it won't be because he's done anything wrong because he's perfect in moral purity. That's what we believe as Christians. That's the definition of holiness, perfect moral purity. 
if we know that, you know, um, God is just, God is even more understanding of our inability to be perfect. And stuff like this, I, I equate it to my relationship with God. If anything, being a father and being unchurched, parenting, it causes me to see more parallels in my relationship with God and causes me to love him even more. Because I'm like, well, if I feel this way about my son, the the seat of my loins. Made it weird. Just a little bit. <laughs> How much more is God understanding and he's the one that's breathed life into each and every one of us. Imagine how big God's loins are. Oh, God. His balls have to be the size of 20 Earths. Fucking Pluto balls. Or not Pluto. <laughs> Pluto. What's the biggest one? Jupiter? Saturn? Jupiter. I don't know. Jup- Jupiter. <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm tracking, bro. I agree. You feeling me? You feeling what I'm laying down? I'm stepping in what you're putting down. <laughs> Hopefully it's not shit. <laughs> Speaking of cooking, so I came home today. I, I you know, I left work early because, like, I did everything that I needed to do, and I'm the you boss. Had a rock so who, to name. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was doing their job, and I didn't have a job to do, so I left early and came home. And um, I had a, a chicken, a whole chicken defrosting uh, for the last couple of days in the refrigerator. And I'm like, you know what? Mike is going to be here this weekend. You know, we'll smoke this chicken, you know, hook it up real sweet. And uh, and he's going to we're going to have fun. Well, he's not here. So I'm like, OK, well, fine. I'm just going to go ahead and put it on the smoker anyway. So I smoked. A, I spatchcocked another chicken. Uh, and put it on the grill. And, uh, me and the wife, we had it for dinner tonight. It was absolutely amazing. Wait, your wife had your spatchcock? Yes, she had my spatchcock. And she did not contract salmonella as a result. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. It looked delish. Oh, dude, amazing. It's like half cherry, half hickory. Mm. Just dude, you gotta just, post it on uh, Unchurched. Nah, nah, come on, I, we're gonna be more Insta heavy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that was more personal, so I put it on my personal Instagram. But if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Mike in the City. But uh, yeah, you know what? I should put that on Unchurched. People want to see your spatchcock. <laughs> you got to add me on Snapchat for that. So, um, <laughs> you guys are, you guys got some big news. We do. We don't now. <laughs> we'll just save it for the next one. Come on. No, nah, bro. Plenty of, a little teaser. Plenty of, plenty of time left. It's only 1130 my time. Yeah, but we're already over an hour. Well, let's save it. Let's save it for the next one. 
thought we were going to shoot for an hour and a half for this episode. No? Were we? No, I'm just talking. Here's what I do want to talk about, though. Go for it. <clears throat> but don't forget about that teaser. Next episode, we'll talk about some big all news. Big news in the here's David some uh, Here's some other cool news. I wanted to give a few people shout-outs because they're following our blog slash website. Oh, yeah. And it's just increasing, man. So I want to give a few people a, a shout-out real quick. Go it, for it. Are you, are you good with that? Totally good. So we have, which this might be you, I don't know, Michael the Blogger 1955 recently followed oh. us. Yeah, because that's when I was born, 1955. 95. Did I say 55? You said 55. It's the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, let's see. Golf Swing Tube. <laughs> okay. Um, I like golf. Drug Addiction Advice. They've liked a couple of our episodes on our blog and stuff, so shout out drugs. to them. Check them out on WordPress. Uh, drug Addiction Advice is their name. Nice. Uh, Trisha Bourne. What up, Trisha? Bill. Yeah. That's it. Just Bill. Just Bill. <laughs> uh, here's another one that they've liked several of our posts, and that is Art of Blogging. So they like they like what we be doing. Laura J. Warden. What what? And uh last one here is Jordan Peters. So uh nice. yeah. Shout out to those guys for checking out our website, liking our shit, following us. We love you a long time. That's every awesome. time we set a post out, they get notified and it's pretty cool, man. I uh yeah. I like it. So. Yeah, so so if you uh, if you're new to our podcast and you want to get notified of our posts as soon as we put them out there, what do you need to do? What do they need to do? It's pretty simple. You just go to unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com and uh, scroll. Well, it's on the right side on the top. You can follow us there, or you can scroll all the way down. Design. To the bottom, and uh, you can follow the blog slash website there, and you'll get notified when we post stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Plus, when you're at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com, you can also read a little bit about us and uh, see all our archives. If there's any links or stuff that we kind of talk about, you can get them there. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Little fun place to go hang out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we try to keep the conversation going. So um, yeah, we've had a couple couple people uh, emailing us recently and trying to keep a combo going with them, and it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we are, you know, kind of rescoping now that we're in the new year, and we've got. <laughs> This is episode 102, um, and I don't know, we've got some big things in the works, some stuff that we've been talking about that we want to do, so uh, stay tuned, and we appreciate everybody that's been supporting us. It's been Pro really good. We've gotten over 6,000 plays over the 100 episodes. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's not I mean, like melting faces, but... 
for yeah, I mean, a grassroots thing that we just do. I mean, hell yeah. Yeah. It's an I accomplishment. Mean, like said, we would have been having these conversations with or without you. It it didn't <laughs> it didn't matter. Five thousand of those are probably me thing. just putting it on repeat, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean I don't know. I mean, but you know what though? There is something to be said about that. Because I listen to our podcast when I'm walking. Yeah, I mean, I listen to it, you know, probably within the week that it comes out. Yeah, I mean, so we listen to our own podcast. Yeah. So let that, you know, it says something because a lot of people don't listen to their own podcast. So for me, I I like to go back and listen to some of the stuff that we've put out. Oh, but me too. We, you know, we both listen to every episode that comes out, you know, if nothing else, it, you know, we, we have side conversations, not on the microphone about the quality of the sound, you know, yeah. was I peaking? Was I too soft or whatever? Um, you know, and we're just trying to get better and better at it. So, uh you know, for everybody that's been supporting us and, and listening to us all this time, we appreciate it because we're trying to put out the best quality stuff that we can. And, um, you know, hell, you just bought a new computer. Yep. We've bought new, we've bought new mics and, you know, we're adding to the, uh, the shit that we're using. So we're trying to get the best quality possible. And uh, who knows? Maybe we might oh, be on sure. YouTube one day. We we'll have to figure out how to do uh, incorporate some video. Maybe I don't know. That might be too much work trying to edit it. But it's really not. I've already got it figured out. Really? But that just it it uh, it would require us having faster internet. And I'm not going to talk about that until the next podcast when we reveal some information okay when you're yeah absolutely but yeah it's kind of hard kind of hard to have fast internet when you're surrounded by corn and <laughs> soybeans and Coors lights Coors lights everywhere <laughs> blocking your internet signal yep we've had to um but them daggone we, mountains are blue boy so you know it's cold and ready <laughs> we've had to ditch the um uh, Google Hangouts that we we used to do Google Hangouts yeah. where we would video chat and record at the same time. You know what though? But, and no one probably gives a shit about what I'm about to say, but honestly, I don't miss that part because I would record straight in. Like I could record Michael, his, you know, uh, audio in a separate channel, but then I would never use it. I would always have him send his actual audio over because it always sounded better anyway so right. it's you know blah, 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 blah. you're probably yeah, bored listening to the bullshit so <clears throat> anyway i kind of miss i kind of miss seeing your uh salt and pepper face though. see i don't miss seeing your glass <laughs> <laughs> plus now i can do this thing naked you don't know what i'm wearing right now uh, dude i don't I don't want to know. Free balling. Free balling. 
Oh my god. All right. Yeah, let's end it on that one. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram yeah. at unchurchpod. Email us at uh what is it? Unchurchpod at gmail.com. Check out the website unchurchpodcast.wordpress.com and we'll catch you on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll be back Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Give us a like. Subscribe. We love you a long time. Take your training wheels off, bitches. Peace. (laughs) Peace. It's a hot day. I've been sweating my ass off in this factory. Feels like a hundred and five It's a hot day And I'm required to wear blue jeans And my nuts keep Getting stuck to my thigh Yeah I've got swamp ass And a bad case of chafing So I walked into the bathroom for a while Then I took off these sweaty Hanes boxers When I came out I had a big old smile And now I'm Feels so good Going commando I wanna jump up And bounce around and dance No more swamp ass And no more chafing No more walking around With a pair of sweaty nuts in my pants and now I'm Cool breeze Blowing on my sack And now I'm free